Hello, and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast. I am your host, Wabbits, and joining me as always are my two lovely co-hosts, uh, Combo. Hello. And Flash. I see that uh, now that I'm no longer in charge. I love that I'm first. It's incredible. <laughs> it's actually very incredible. End. I feel it. <laughs> I have been third for like 53 episodes, so it's so nice. That, it's time to give Combo his dues. Yeah. Wow, dude. Right. Uh, yep. So, uh, yeah, we will. Let me open up the notes real quick. Um, as you can see, I'm host again. I think uh, this is where I'm going to ask Flash that I will be the host from now on until you are. Yes, yes. We have decided because um, I, I personally, I think, I think it works better if you're the host. But that, that's just me. <laughs> I don't like that Flash guy anyway. So no, no, Flash is terrible. We we don't need him. Um, so Flash, how? Uh... <laughs> oh, I mean, at this point, I should be referred to as history teacher. Uh, but that's a story for another day. Uh, um, <laughs> I think that's a story for today, but not right now. <laughs> it will be a story for today, but later. That's your uh, that's your foreshadowing. Heck yeah! Okay, so this I think is the last call for the fantasy um, official on podcast where we have the fantasy out um we're using i forget who made it do you guys know i believe it is smitzel yeah it's our it's our aussie guy isn't it Mm -hmm. smitzel von chrome made the (laughs) (laughs) he got so many messages probably at four in the morning because people were adding in trying to get him before oh uh, yeah i didn't think about that that's hilarious uh for context just to like save my own skin um they i found out they, they closed league creation like four like four or five days in advance of the league itself which i thought was ridiculous so like after the podcast like a couple days later when to go make one it was it, there was no button to make one anymore and i was like <laughs> either i couldn't find it or they closed it early i don't know what was going on but it's normally right where you go to create your team it also says create or join league but it was mm-hmm. nowhere to be found so i was really pissed off so i'm happy that we had a couple of listeners who already had one up and going yep so uh we'll be using spencer von crumbs as the official uh i think we've pinned it in the discord if you do want to join it was a lot of it fun is last currently season. um about to it's be like <laughs> it's pretty much an announce if you scroll up like one uh flick of the wrist all right you'll see it in announcements <laughs> perfect okay so uh it's all there it was a lot of fun last week i think we'll we'll all be you know in it whether or not we're super <laughs> active like last year or last season or not um you know, we'll oh, I thought out. you were saying. I, I said thought you said that as a joke. Like, I, was, I thought yeah, you were yeah, saying, I was like, good, good one." We're, we're in it. We're, <laughs> you know, what? I, I think we're we're all in it. Um, they extended the the last day, though, right? So you, we can't still join. I'm not completely crazy and wasting all this time for nothing, right? <laughs> I, I believe so. I believe everyone can still. I, can't you technically join like a week late? Can you? Like, I thought there was a cutoff. Oh, there was a cutoff. Okay, well, that's why the you know four what? AM thing. Check for, it. If it's not there, too bad. So sad. Mm-hmm. Do it as fast as you can. Do it ASAP. <laughs> wow. We got that. This guy's uh, even yep. using our show as a pun. <laughs> I'm a great host, guys. Um, <laughs> so that's what we got for announcements. Do you guys have anything else in there to add? Uh, for announcements? Uh, mm-hmm. No, I don't, I don't think so, man. You're doing okay. great, sweetie. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> now let's get... The, to the thing that always changes the place and nobody knows where it's going to be this time it's at the beginning it's, like, it's the patrons <laughs> i was gonna say it's like uh it's like a where's waldo uh, <laughs> you're just waiting for it to show up every single time okay so we got the patron <laughs> welcome squad uh big sismi mike mr c mife pawn poor judgment shorzy smitzel von crumb v15 and tim chu barker 
uh, are V15 and Tim Chewbarker new as of this week? Or yes, I believe so. Tim, from what from what I gather, Tim Chewbarker is actually uh, Smithel von Crumb's friend. Ah. Um, well, V15 or at least... was new last week. We just didn't know what he wanted to go buy, and now we know he wants to go buy. Yes, V15. yes, Frosty Boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Okay, awesome. Well, welcome to to you two, and uh, thank you everybody else for being part of the Patreon Welcome Squad. And now we get to the combaties. With the replay combaties, we have Bong Taj, uh, Dag Eric, Cloud9, Go Blue Mason, Googly Woogly Woo, and King Knight. Then in the one-hour combat crew, we got Sods and Yeet Seekin Missile. And then in the two-hour combat crew, we got Arok, Cursor, Kitty, and yeah, boy, Hunt, Hunty. So I said Arak's name correctly this time. Is it correctly? <laughs> uh, I hope so. <laughs> I, I think like at this point, like he, he almost like, like uh, what's it called? He has like a, uh, a fascination with how poorly I pronounced it. Yep. That like now mm-hmm. he, now he's going to be sad that it's not pronounced. And then next week when you pronounce it that way, he's going to be sad that it wasn't pronounced properly. And it just keeps going <laughs> back and forth. I'm just going to keep him wants. on his toes. Keep everybody on their toes. Nobody knows how it's going to be pronounced. No, no. Right. It's just another part of this, uh, this special patron thing where sometimes it's pronounced correctly. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes the patrons are in the middle. Sometimes they're at the beginning. <laughs> sometimes they'll be at the end. Nobody knows. Nobody's going to figure it out. <laughs> we don't have a structure. Well, I mean, now like, <laughs> Well, there's been like a rotating host, but I feel like now if we, uh, if the new host that we have, maybe maybe he'll solidify it. You know, oh, I could, but maybe it finally be ruining the, be harmony. It'd be ruining the integrity of our show. <laughs> <laughs> this is why people come here. <laughs> <laughs> they want to watch a really organized, disorganized mess. That's <laughs> <laughs> we're organized through disorder. <laughs> oh, I feel it. Uh, okay. So let's get right into our actual uh, show, and we'll start with the community corner, which uh, when you hear the name, you might be surprised. We're going to start with Lawler, um, who everybody knows, I, mean, I hope. He's a community corner member now, you know? Yep. That's true. <laughs> he is in the community, and the reason that uh, I'm specifically choosing Lawler for this week is that I found out after like or watching one of his videos, which we're going to talk about later, um, that he only has or had four and a half thousand subs at the time. Now mm-hmm. he's at about five and a half, but still like that's for someone who's so loved in the community. That is nothing. <laughs> and I was just shocked. Yeah. And he, now he needs it more than ever. Cause he's kind of venturing into his own. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, the video that we're going to talk about was a recent one that he put out called how to fix rocket league. Uh, so yeah. Any thoughts on that? Who wants to talk? combo hello i uh it's a really good video he he worded everything really well um i like i want to do you want to go through some of the points so like just as like an overall like notes kind of thing um i i have very mixed feelings about these videos um Mm -hmm. particularly because and like i'm sure like some people are gonna be shocked because i often complain about how the game can get better but um (laughs) it's it's for this exact reason so why i have mixed feelings about videos like this is because Often, a video like this will come out from someone who is important to the scene and important in the league and, and things like that. And the initial reaction is like, yeah, he's right. Rah, rah. Like, let's fix Rocket <laughs> League. Um, 
and then it dies out after about a week or two. And then we, we just take what we have again and we all get complacent and, and be happy with the game. Um, mm-hmm. Because this new, like, uh, like Lucky Lanterns comes out or RLCS <laughs> or something like that happens that then you're like, whoa, new stuff when it's not. It's just recycled content, right? Like there, yeah. that that to me is actually the biggest problem with Rocket League is that there, and this was kind of what he's alluding to, but didn't actually like fully break it down, is mm-hmm. I think we are in, we, for the last about two years, we've been in a constant state of, People expecting something big, Psyonix promising something big, not fully de- not fully delivering on that something big, and then giving us something else so that we stop talking about the thing that was supposed to be really big. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a real problem. And I encourage people to to kind of reflect on their time in Rocket League and think about a lot of the really fun things that they were almost promised um, or that the community were talking about and that seemed to get some headway or things like that. And, and think about that, those and then think about when you were mad that they weren't happening and then reflect it why did we stop being mad because it was never fixed um mm-hmm. and that to me is a massive massive problem bigger than half of the things that i think a lot of talks about but the whole point of this video is to identify all the little things that could be changed just to make the mm-hmm. game better um I, I assume with the the amount of content he put in almost doing it as like a here's 40 things if you take two we'll be happy kind of thing i think is kind of what he was going for there um mm-hmm. which is true and like that's true for most of the community i think and so for me why i tend to struggle with these videos is i don't think something is going to change until we actively fight to make it change these videos don't do enough because there's no actual pressure on psionics to change people aren't quitting the game more people are coming to it people aren't stopping watching rlcs we're getting peak viewership every single time based on that week of the season before uh so we're still growing but we're not getting we're not getting the things that we were both equally just as much told, but as well as things that we just kind of expected by now, but aren't here. Um, so that's kind of my big notes, and we'll get into some of the specifics now. But um, truthfully, and like I know I might sound a little bit like a radicalist here, but it's it's we're getting <laughs> to the point that it, it's we can only keep saying yeah, this is the way we can fix Rocket League so much until something needs to happen. So if you want to think radical and then you think of like, how can we actually make change? Then my head instantly goes to a like, why don't we like, why don't we just one day we decide we're not playing the game? Like nobody plays online <laughs> kind of thing, right? Because that would demolish, demolish mm-hmm. the sci- like Psionics like reputation and, and things like that, which is not what I want. Like I love Psionics. I love this game. It makes me so happy, but there's so many things that are so wrong right now or that we were promised and never got like we'll talk about some of the, like some of the big ones like the tournament mode promised mm-hmm. this big thing never really happened like i was literally one of the beta testers for the tournament mode i was so excited to play it and go through it barely ever happened solo standard has been told it might be cut like on like four major updates for the last two and a half years it never was um <laughs> yep. all these big things that keep <laughs> well, okay. coming up i don't mm-hmm. sorry i just want to say like when with the whether solo standard is there or isn't there i don't think it makes a difference either way true like i actually like i actually is it Anyway, you're right. Like I, but the, the it, issue with solo standard is that it takes the spot of an actual game mode. You got it. Like we could have a better fourth mm. game mode because Psyonix is arguing okay, okay. whenever fair, we say fair, we fair, want more fair. game modes. And this is why they do these rotating. And like anytime that people are like, hey, why can't we keep Spikerish in full time? Why can't we keep these mm-hmm. ones that were successful full time? Is because they always say they don't want to split their player base. They want everybody play. If ideally they'd have everyone playing one game mode if that was the case, right? And so they don't mm-hmm. want any more. So the fact that we are, there are actual people that play solo standard. They may sound like a myth. They may sound like a Bigfoot, but they <laughs> exist. There are people that play solo standard um and so uh, since people are still playing there they're never going to put a different game mode in such as something Mm -hmm. like club games which also we've been expecting for a very long time and has never Mm -hmm. actually happened and again we'll get into that but um yeah so that's my kind of big starting rant of that like 
to a lot of people who are new to the scene or uh, maybe haven't followed as closely or things like that, like this may feel like, wow, like this is a big step. Like we're like someone like Lawler is talking about it, but like it's happened before. Like Johnny boy has made countless talks about how the game should be fixed. A lot of pros have made countless videos and talks about how the game should be fixed. There's there's, it's been said over and over and over again, and I'm getting really tired of hearing it and not seeing Sionics do anything. So like, do we need to move towards a point of actually having, like a, like a movement like do we actually need to do something here i i don't know um i i'm less obviously inclined to to speak on it since I've, I've fallen off the competitive scene a bit but it is it does something need to happen i don't know because these conversations like sonics does not they, they care i guarantee and to say they don't care i think is wrong like like they listen they they do like they interact but do they make change not at all because they're not pressured mm-hmm. to at all so that's kind of my big starting notes on that but we can talk well, about some specifics now yeah go mm-hmm. ahead and I, I I view this very differently than you do, um, mostly because I've been around, in and around scenes that have uh, <laughs> died <laughs> numerous times uh, over the years. Um, when you have more people watching your game than ever, and um, I think there's kind of a big thing coming there where they're like, okay, well, when it comes free to play, like we're probably gonna get a you know a spurt anyway. Th- they're really not pressured. I don't feel in any way like. Like, it's like it object. Well, from at least from their perspective, I don't see that. Like, oh, there's a couple annoyed people, but they still play the game. So it really doesn't matter. And I understand your, your like desire of like, oh, well, at this point, we can be like, okay, like maybe we should, if we all stop playing, then they would probably listen, right? Um, but I, I just don't. Maybe, maybe it's because I, I, I have really felt in general like moves uh the Sionics have made have been for the better overall if that makes sense and i know mm-hmm. people want to push a lot more things um but i for one at least at least at least from my experience am not as negative as to what Sionics has done um because it'd be one thing if i saw that the scene or the player base was getting lower in general but that doesn't tend to be the case Mm-hmm. and because of that reason i'm like i really don't it's like yes you might want to push it to to be bigger than it is um but i'm just like especially with epic games coming in i'm also not that like i think eventually epic games will start pushing bigger things anyway mm-hmm. so but my my know. concern isn't declining mm-hmm. my concern is cycling players like people are coming in like people mm-hmm. who played when i played when i started this game aren't playing the game anymore like like most of the people that played when this game came out don't do not play anymore because they've they've given up kind of thing like that is an actual real thing so but the so issue you're... is rocket league mm-hmm. has grown enough that it, it supports it in itself if we're looking at numbers or fiscally but it's mm-hmm. not keeping people long enough in my opinion like in league the people mm-hmm. who probably started with league way back when it's like league of legends are probably also still playing um and like i can't speak to it obviously but in my head it's like they're things like new heroes new maps new stuff that that can keep the game fresh mm. are important and so to mm. me like I, I i agree with you they're, they're and this that was literally my whole point is that rocket league Cur- psionics currently is not pressured to do anything hence they're not going to um but my big thing is then like at least in your opinion in the entire time that you've actually played ha- what's what's one new thing that's been added and the time that you've been played other than a car and a map <laughs> And Spike Rush. <laughs> yeah. But, and how long was that here for? 
uh yeah for a couple of days and that, um, but that's it right and like mm-hmm. that and that was arguably and we had talked about the podcast that was the most fun i'd had in rocket league in like two years was playing mm-hmm. that spike rush other than playing in like grand finals of tournaments like, like that's obviously that's something that any sport or game can create in itself but but like that was the most fun i've had sitting at my computer playing rocket league in years which breaks my heart and it's that's my that is hands down my biggest point and i think waller's point is that there there isn't anything new ever because what they're doing is working and they're living in this mentality mm-hmm. of like don't fix what's not broke but to me there it's don't fix what knocks don't fix what isn't broke is bringing in enough people to support the people who are leaving the game i encourage mm-hmm. i don't know how much of you, either of you have ever done this because I tend, you tend to obviously buy a game and then and never go back but i encourage you to go on the store page um and read recent negative reviews if you read recent negative reviews mm-hmm. um a lot of them are, are people who literally have thousands of hours and are like the game just doesn't do it for me anymore it's stale like nothing Mm -hmm. has changed um and so on which like that breaks my heart because to me that's your bread and butter as a community manager a manager is someone who has been with this game since the beginning is an advocate tells people to play like i tell people to play this game all the time and so Mm -hmm. i'm probably making them money for nothing just because they've been able to support me in my play (laughs) but i'm less inclined to tell people to play this game recently because there's no like intro anymore to me there's no big fun like everybody knows what it is the people who aren't playing are playing and they already know what the game is they know it's rocket soccer or car soccer (laughs) and so and they've chosen not to play but then i'm like hey come play this new game mode or come try this with me or come do this with me Mm. then there there's more reason to play and like i I even look at like i've talked about how i used to play with my buddies who have like an hour total played they're like hockey players they thought it was kind of cool like gimmicky and they're like yeah this is fun and then never played again but it's like if i every once in a while could like tap them on the shoulder and be like hey new game mode just came out you want to try it new game mode came out you want to try it and so on which Mm -hmm. is like i remember man when when this game came out in from 2016 on for that first year and a half it was so cool because people were figuring out rocket league and figuring out car soccer but then boom there's a stream where dave is streaming rocket like sonic's dave is streaming rocket league mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we see hockey in the background and reddit blows up mm-hmm. and people are like hey like are we is hockey coming boom he adds hockey <laughs> two months later people are like hey we want more sports he's like you want basketball you got basketball added people are like hey mm-hmm. we want volleyball as these custom maps are coming out he's like you want volleyball we can't do it because the skill gap because like people can't aerial won't be able to play let's do drop shot where the ball can bounce boom in the game mm-hmm. and it, it's continued from there and it instantly stopped after drop shot and that is why mm-hmm. i get so heated about it is that there was such a a passion for more and creating things that people wanted to interact with and so to me now the only major difference we've gotten since drop shot and that's this was a lot of funny so we haven't had anything since drop shot was ranked extra modes and that yeah. resurgence in people playing extra modes was awesome so cool mm-hmm. the fact that people want to grind for titles and grind these extra game modes and stuff like that was something we have not seen since end of like 2017 it is currently february 2020 and we have not seen something similar which breaks my heart uh and so that is why i get so fired up is that i think you are completely right flash that they are not in any position where they need to change anything because they're growing but to me we're losing the bread and butter people who actually care about the progress of this game and care about the growth like myself like i have not played much rocket league at all in the last Mm. week when we talk about like this week in rocket league equally equal parts of the couple times i've tried to sign on for like coaching the servers have been down which is a whole other story which we'll talk about um but then just as much as like the, the game just doesn't do it for me anymore. Like I'm playing Battlefront right now and like I'm having a blast because it feels new and fresh and literally two weeks into me coming, boom, BB-8 and BB-9E have been added to the game. And I'm like, oh, new characters mm-hmm. to play. This is exciting. And I haven't had that feeling in Rocket League, like I said, since like 2017, 2018, which sucks. So like mm-hmm. that's why I get so heated about it is that I think they're they're pushing away their bread and butter 
for the new fresh bread out of the oven, if you want to say it like that, <laughs> like instead of toast, they don't want the toast anymore. They want the fresh, they want the fresh bread. Right. And so, um, um which makes sense. And that's how companies work. I, it's just, that's why obviously I get pretty heated about it. So. Yeah. And, and kind of to that, uh, to that idea, does this, do you think this has a lot to do with their kind of, we want this to be a sport mentality? Um, um because at least from where I sit, right. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like it's like, well, the reason they want to push everyone to this threes game mode is because they're like they're thinking like we want to be, um, like we want everybody playing this one game. Like it, it's 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 hard it's hard to think about now because when when you think about sports, there's already the like giant leagues within them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in general, like if someone were to say like I need as many people playing soccer as possible, and they they're not allowed to do any drills, they're just going to play this one type of soccer. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I, I, that's as close as I can uh, mm-hmm. uh, analogize that. Um, wow, what's what we're going to say there? Um, I think that a lot of the issue that at least Combo's talking about is uh, that Psionics in over the past two years, um, maybe even three now, has been very okay with and happy with stagnation. And they just mm-hmm. do not care to add more. And I remember when the Ro- Rocket Labs came out, and uh, that was something that was a lot of fun. It was so um, cool, like so it was cool, so broken, man. Yeah, <laughs> it was awful, but it was so much fun just to get in there yeah. and, and try. And I wasn't mm-hmm. even close to burning out at that point of Rocket League, right? Like I was yeah. at my peak of playing, and I, yep. it was the coolest thing in the world to go play in maps that like pillars in the middle, or go play some <laughs> of the old maps, or these giant ramps, or like what and eventually turned into Neo Tokyo. Like, like mm-hmm. that was so refreshing, man. Yeah. yeah, and it was just fun to do, and like. The fact that they won, like they didn't even just not keep them in. They took them out in every way except for uh, some casual formats, I think. Um, but like just the fact that you can't choose that you want to play this or you can't do it, uh, all this stuff on your own or in local lobbies or all that stuff. And especially the fact that they still have the workshop and they have all these people who are content creators that are willing to make new things and willing to do all this new stuff um, and do basically all of the workforce ionics um that they just won't accept and they won't allow them to do it and they won't make the stuff um native in rocket league that is just like, such all a they need yeah all they need is like in you know when you have the tabs like casual competitive whatever mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. literally and then extra and then it should be like workshop yeah, yeah you got like it. custom games halo mm-hmm. custom games that's literally all all they were saying mm-hmm. i mean he's dead mm-hmm. on man like there's some of these amazing game modes that left has made so far and every other mm-hmm. creator in the community are they're they're made with already in-game assets no extra mm-hmm. work has been made right like like left made a pool table by making <laughs> hoops nets in all of the areas to count as goals when it goes in with everything else running in the background with what Rocket League can currently provide. Like that is mm-hmm. wild to think about that one guy who has spent more time perfecting his game to be a pro player than actually learning how to make maps can do things like this. Yet we can't find a way to actually make that accessible. I not only mm-hmm. have to download Rocket Launcher to put those maps in my game. I don't have to I also have to download Hamachi so that I can connect to my friends via LAN connection online, meaning I have to port, like um open my port on my router to get more people. <laughs> like that is ridiculous the yeah. amount of effort that has to go into that. When if I want to play Halo with my buddies, like I streamed Halo a couple months ago, um and literally and it's like Minx like from like from Brock, um he saw my stream and he's like, "Oh, can I come play?" And I was like, "Yeah." He invites the whole Overwatch team. We have 15 guys playing mm-hmm. Halo custom lobby half of which i've never talked to in my life just because we're like yo these are awesome like we're gonna play some random custom maps right and if if like you guys let's say after this podcast us three are like oh you guys want to go play some like foursquare because let's just made it you know it's gonna take us an hour to set that up in the first place just to get there (laughs) like that's ridiculous yeah Yeah. no that i think this is as well um 
a lot of older games that have kind of survived the test of time, uh, like especially like, you think Warcraft Three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, many of the custom map game modes were the reason that it survived, and, yeah. and kind of and so many uh, other continued. games came out of those game modes. Well, Dota, yep. yeah. <laughs> Although uh, I'm not going to talk about Warcraft Three. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to. But <laughs> I've refunded it. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> That's how much of a mess that is. Uh anyway, um, but but yeah, no, to going back to uh combo's point, I think I think there's a lot of fair criticisms. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's yeah, I, I don't I don't kind of see a future where where Cyanus gets pushed to do anything until their bottom line gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think any of us uh any of us are like are that influential are so are so like outraged that we're gonna stop playing the game like mm-hmm. i don't think that's it would need um, like a community-wide protest essentially yeah, yeah. And exactly I, I, what i was referencing right of like mm-hmm. i would at this point in the game and like i the, obviously like i said the last thing i want to do is hurt psionics man like like they're mm-hmm. they have built my i was really falling off of just video games in general and they've literally built a platform for me to like make money to educate to compete like like the amount of things that this game has changed my life in is is wild to even try mm-hmm. to conceptualize for someone who doesn't quite get the gaming industry and like i the last thing i ever want to do is hurt them but if if providing change needs radical action then like i would more than happily spearhead a like of like a, like a boycott day of like nobody's signing mm-hmm. onto servers for one day of 24 hours and that's it like mm-hmm. in in a heartbeat i would do that and to me at least i could be wrong like i don't know what their business models look like but i don't think that would technically hurt their bottom dollar like yes is are mm-hmm. you seeing advertisements or credit sales yes that would halt for a day kind of thing but it's like if it takes them losing a couple thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars or potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars, i don't know what their like i said i don't know what their business plans look like then mm-hmm. like that, that might be what it takes right is, is to, yeah. to do that so um to show them the, that the community cares <laughs> yeah like we we want something right we want to, mm-hmm. to stay with this and it's we're, we're trying to do it for the better when it really does feel like the game has moved towards a money-making platform rather than this six-man developed indie title where people started <laughs> and they're like man like we can like play competitively and they're like oh my god we can freestyle and oh my god mm-hmm. we can play different sports and oh my god we can make teams and clubs now it's like all these great progressions that have absolutely halted in the last mm-hmm. two years right yeah and the best part about this is this is all the casual stuff we haven't even mm-hmm. got to the competitive. Uh, it's like, I'm not, exactly. I'm not even referencing RLCS or anything like no, that. No, which yeah, could, yeah. There's tons of other things that could be changed with, yeah. just to, to make them money on the back end as well, right, from RLCS. Mm-hmm. The one point that like that really like stung me hard that I've never actually thought about um, was the fact that if you go to an RLCS event, you cannot buy merch anywhere. There's no merch. There's no Rocket League merch. <laughs> there's no RLCS merch. There's no esports merch. There's nothing. Yeah, um, I didn't even notice that. That is wild. Like That is oh, the stupidest God. thing I've ever heard. If when I go to a Calgary Flame game where i live i can every other station is uh like buy a pamphlet buy a hat buy Mm -hmm. a jersey buy like they make more money off me in my food drink and the merchandise than they do on the ticket itself or me watching itself Mm -hmm. or things like that and it's like if if money is the concern here of like hey we can't afford to like pay people to make all these extra game modes and do all this kind of stuff like you're missing a massive part of the traditional sport market like flash like do Mm -hmm. you own soccer jerseys of some of your favorite teams 
I do. Right. Yes. And so like, do I own a cloud nine chair and like cloud nine, <laughs> but none of that went, goes to rocket league, right? Like none of that goes to Sionix because they don't want to venture into that market, um, mm-hmm. which is wild. And again, I don't know their business plan. Maybe there's something missed there, but yeah, that was the thing that like stung me the most was that like when Lawler in the video was wearing like an RLTS like shirt, but he got that cause he's on the production team. And I can't just buy a shirt like that. Like I have one Rocket League shirt and it was because I competed in CRL and they send you a t-shirt as a like consolation prize. <laughs> uh, and so it has, it has the Northern Conference on the front and it has a little tiny Rocket League symbol on the back collar um, and then TESPA on both arms. So like they're like TESPA logo is literally bigger but than the Rocket TESPA. League. Like, you got it. That's, that's literally TESPA. Like, it's not. Yeah, you yeah. got it, man. Like that's not Psyonix. That's TESPA making money, which is wild to think about <laughs> that. Like they're active, not even making money, it's, but I guess it's advertising but well um, tespa will make money because um a lot of like shirts like that that they do normally mm-hmm. so the way they work is like there's like chapters then if you want to be part of the like receiving those kind of stuff um a lot of the time they need to sign up 25 people that pay like 10 bucks a year mm. or whatever and so ultimately i think there is um because clubs want to be supported by tespa it's kind of like this recurring thing also tespa is a subsidiary of blizzard so um, I think at some huh. point, if you if you hadn't realized, Tesla was literally Blizzard's attempt of making sure that university people are playing Blizzard games, so mm. it's an <laughs> platform for them. Um, I digress. Anyway, um, but yeah, so, yeah, really. To like, I, I know I kind of took your fire there, uh, Wabs, but um, that no was that was the big thing that I, that I saw with him of like that. There, there's other way if money is the concern like there's many markets that they can dabble into mm-hmm. too and like some that other games won't even touch that they could be like trailblazers in right uh, mm-hmm. and so like them bringing in the esports shop that was something i remember uh, like two years ago we're like ah that'll never happen like they don't want to give part of their funds to an org what do we have we have an esports shop is it very good no but like it's it exists and orgs mm-hmm. are now making a little bit of extra money which is awesome and like i i found now if i buy my cloud nine chair cloud nine mouse pad i can now also buy a cloud nine D call my game which i've done right which i'm really happy that a, like a buck or two is going to go to cloud nine right oh and uh, the rest of that will go to Sionix, right and, like that's really cool and like that that makes me really happy so yeah i if they do also really want to advertise the esport within the game like they should definitely have a map that all has just like an rlcs logo in the middle true yeah yep yeah. yep yeah. lo and behold like like uh champions field is the only thing that has an rlcs logo anywhere and it's like kind of off to the mm-hmm. side so um Just like right in the middle boot like, yeah uh, or like imagine imagine mm-hmm. like you're if you're the world championship team you literally get uh like a, an arena with your flag on or like champions field oh, and now has so cool. like imagine champions <laughs> field has like rv or now like nrg banners all over it now because they're mm-hmm. the they're the current world champions like like things like that um and like you give a little money to nrg or like maybe they pay for that spot or something whatever that may be i don't know um but like there's so many other routes and the, like exactly like you said what it's like this is this is only now we're talking about the competitive scene but like every other complaint has been about the casual scene and we've only touched like mm-hmm. three of his like 15 points that were yeah. in that video right which is like so so mind-boggling to me of how hard of a halt it has been in terms of the the development of this game and the one that will always sting the most and like i don't really know if you guys were playing like a, a whole time when the tournament update came out because uh, i don't mm-hmm. actually remember when it was um but they so when i was in the tournament beta we got this little press release like when you open the game of saying that this update is hoping to come out in about a month um it'll bring out the platform and everything will be going and then they said we will have a full community and content update for the tournament mode in about six months to six to twelve months from now and so uh, from what we heard of the roadmap at least was that it was supposed to be like psionics run tournaments for like keys at, mm-hmm. at the time now credits or like you get a bunch of crates based on where you finish or you you do these things like that and so it's like it literally 
like to me like that is not hard to set up at all like i i, I don't know enough about game development and servers and stuff like that but like they, they literally already built the platform so like all it takes is like mm-hmm. psionics dave to or like psionics devin to like sit down and and with their account well, create a tournament and advertise it boom you're done right <laughs> I, and like, i almost feel like especially with automated tournaments you could like justify every tournament that has x amount of people could just have yeah, it's this, a prize right sure. and you got and mm-hmm. so and uh, like again to, to pull into another game call of duty the new modern warfare like i don't play it a whole lot but for a, like for a, a solid amount of time they they showed i don't know how much you guys follow the, that game but so they this was the first cod ever to introduce like a 2v2 mode gunfight um mm-hmm. and which is awesome and like i love that because like that was something that pulled me in for rocket league is i didn't need six friends to fill out a team right i just needed mm-hmm. like one buddy technically um and so gunfight really blew up a lot of people really loved it so they're like oh wow we're like let's make more for the community boom tournaments you sign up for a tournament puts you with 64 people winner of the tournament gets a, like a free gun skin that's normally costs you like 10 bucks kind of thing so um mm-hmm. instantly like it was asked for and a week and a half later they put it in the game and people adored it like people loved it like guys that i didn't even play cod with were reaching out to me just knowing i had it being like hey want to sign up for some tournaments today and just play tournaments mm-hmm. and it's like and like, which is so cool and like if if we if Sinex is like, yeah, give us six to 12 months to work that out. I'm like, yeah, take your time. Let's make it awesome. Like, this will be really, really cool. I'm excited to play in tournaments because now it, it, like, what I always loved and like the biggest selling point of tournaments was that if like, if Squishy's like, hey, I'm going to be playing tournaments all day on his Twitter. So everyone just starts queuing into tournaments so they can, mm-hmm. you get a chance to play. If you're bronze, you can still play against Squishy or play with Squishy, right? And have that experience, which is so cool. And you can't mm-hmm. get that any other way. And tournaments never really took over because that update literally did not come. It never came. <laughs> tournaments never changed. Um, you still can't create a tournament, play it, and then lose and then spectate it. You still can't do that, which is ridiculous. <laughs> so, like, if I'm a streamer and I host a tournament, I need to choose before it even starts, am I playing in it or am I spectating it? But no, if I want to play in it, then, and I go out maybe in the, the fourth of six rounds, uh, can I watch the grand finals? Of course not. Are you crazy? Why would you be able to do that? I don't know. Maybe because I want to spectate my own tournament, um, and, which is wild to think about. So that's why nobody plays tournaments. Like, a couple, like, last week, man, I was even playing with a couple guys and i was like oh here's want to just queue a random tournament and see what we can find and we're like yeah there was not a tournament posted for the next 16 hours um oh when you used to go in and there was generally like 40 per every five minutes uh mm-hmm. which was so cool so it's like we're like oh guess we're not playing a tournament and stopped playing rocket league just because just like that right because we're like oh let's go play something else so mm-hmm. it's like that that is another big one right of leaning in there i know i keep going on rants but yeah this this really <laughs> fires me up because like i said this has literally been the like six seven times that a, that a big person in the last couple of years has come out with statements like this and mm-hmm. lawler literally like to my knowledge like i have to relook at his things but other than like a, a couple different ideas in terms of um like little feedbacks on the game um most of the stuff he said is not new like there's been reddit posts mm-hmm. on almost all of this um and arguably i say the newest one that tends to fire people up is the whole club setup and like i don't know if you yep. want to talk about it take that one over webs and talk a bit about it but uh that's like arguably I'd say one of the bigger ones now following the tournament thing. But yeah. mm-hmm. well, with the clubs, it's just really just a replacement for the solo standard, which mm-hmm. not many people at all play play in. So easy to get rid of. Um, but the club is to make an actual use of the in-game clubs that they already have, where you can have what is it five people per club, where you have the main three, and then I think two subs. Um, and then I'm pretty you have, sure you have. I thought it was a limited. I know definitely the the Brock oh, club last year had like twelve people in it, right? Flash. I know you that's even it better though. Yeah. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. you just in, have uh, in, in, in which the Brock RL club, like mm-hmm. uh, the actual club in game. You know what I mean? Um, oh yeah, we yeah. did. I think we had like I mean, twelve, yeah. thirteen people in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and there's so, yeah, no reason to just use the uh, the what the system they already have and then change it so that it's now a dedicated kind of tournament uh, team game where you have your set teams that you will always play with uh, and you rotate in and out uh, the subs depending on 
um, like just to make sure that they're playing and not getting boosted and they get the rank they deserve um, and all of that. And then your club gets a rank and you get the rank of your club. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason that you don't do this because they already have clubs in the game. Most people mm-hmm. already have uh, have a club that they're in unless, you know, like they just don't or never figured that they should get one because why would you at this point because clubs are kind of useless <laughs> they were added <laughs> then nothing happened so like just yeah it's just really annoying that nothing came out of something that had so much potential and that's where i like again i, I love I'm, I'm i'm actually kind of proud because this is turning into almost like an essay where like every time we have a point <laughs> i pull a different game that has done it well and so like i look at like any of the uh, EA traditional sport games. You look at like FIFA uh, or mm-hmm. like NHL and stuff like that. So it's like you can play, I can queue into a match, um, like rank casual. I, I know it's worded obviously differently against like if Flash is playing and then I'll play against Flash. And then, so it's just 1v1, simple as that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's how it is. Maybe you play with a couple friends, like basically the exact same as Rocket League. But then for I'll use NHL because that was my actual background. Like when I was in high school with an Xbox, like we played, and me and my teammates played NHL like six hours a day. Um, and so we would play Ishul. Um, which uh, is basically uh, player. So you make a custom player and you're part of a team. So like I'm on like the bruisers or something. And so then our bruisers get their own like team rank, regardless of what my rank is when I play normal Mm -hmm. NHL. Um, And, but what I loved about how they did it was you each move up or down in your rank. And I think I talked about this, like literally in like the 10 to 20 episodes of like, this is what my ideal ranking system. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think I'm fine with the MMR system, but I think this would be a great way to do club matches is let's say you have 12 games so in your in season in the season or like the week of the season you have 12 games mm-hmm. doesn't matter when you play them you just you queue up and you play them um and if you win four or less that means you get relegated to the lower rank if you well, um, straight out of fifa it, you guys it's the traditional sport games exactly how it works right and so if you win yeah. five to uh, i think it's five to seven then you will or five to eight because uh, it'd be nine ten eleven twelve yeah so five to eight then you would be uh you'd stay in your rank and then if you win nine to twelve then you move up a rank and like that that was literally it and so Ishil had i think like five or six leagues um and you would and so i remember and then when it gets to the end of like every month towards the end of the month all games are now played off games and then you can actually win like in a tournament and then um it's super cool because then your next season let's say you win your league so we would win like an elite title every time you play a game it actually starts with a little banner ceremony for the first week and stuff of like <laughs> that you won your like game and so it's almost like a flex like it's like a title in rocket league right of like yeah we just won elite last season like stuff <laughs> like that and so like that is obviously all those extra things aren't needed but like just to implement that that ranking system to me it does not seem difficult like, just like you're saying web it's to make a whole separate ranking system for club matches so that it actually matters if i'm playing on a team and want to compete on a team like we're mm-hmm. we're like right now a couple of the ex brock guys we all made a club just called small like smol <laughs> um and and but like there's literally no point for it like we just as a joker was while like yeah it was a small goal and like that's it there's absolutely <laughs> nothing else to the club other than a meme um and like that's so sad that that's the case and like i haven't used club color since they came out because i just didn't like how it was imp- implemented as well um so mm-hmm. i always have club colors turned off and so it's yeah like i agree man there's absolutely nothing to it so yep and it's just so sad because there's mm-hmm. it'd be so easy to switch uh solo standard and make it a thing or even just add the game mode if they really don't want to get rid of solo standard for whatever mm-hmm. reason um the my last yeah. big one that I, that I really liked of him talking about and again has been said a billion times i think silence Khan even had a video on it um or flimp mm-hmm. one of them i was confused their videos um <laughs> was on what what the future of GC should look like, right? Of like, because yes, uh, yeah. of how many people are in GC. I, I will say, so he said 4% of twos players are in GC. 0.4. I don't, I don't think that's correct. Um, 0.4. 
Oh, I thought he said four percent. Maybe I misheard him. I was gonna say I was like I really don't think that's correct because I'm pretty sure it's like one percent is in like C like champ. Uh, yeah. Like I was like I don't think that's actually the case. Cool. Okay. Good. Um, but so I I really like the idea. I don't like the idea of multiple ranks within GC because then you're just playing to inflation and like then it's always gonna have to keep changing and like I'd rather mm-hmm. just know what the ranking system is. Um, sure. But uh, one hard reset. Obviously, that's the biggest thing of that. It's like if you keep soft resetting, people are just slowly gonna get there anyways. So like you gotta be careful of that. Um, I love the idea, and I, I know neither of you are Overwatch players like a big time at least um but i, I think i was the masters overwatch player <laughs> oh thank I, you were you much. actually a master or uh, yeah I dude I, I i okay so before i became the brock esports president yeah, yeah. in 20 in the year before i was the overwatch captain i did not I know that dude that. that's cool okay yeah, yeah. um so and so then they go off that so then higher than that is gm right is like that's the mm-hmm. gc equivalent um but then, then there the is top it's top 500 you got it and so yeah. i think rocket league should do the same thing of like no extra ranks no nothing like play your mmr um but your gc and then you have your top 500 so it does not mm-hmm. matter like you can't just slowly get there over time it's just a like are you a top 500 player yes or no kind mm-hmm. of thing and you have that yeah. individual rank for yourself boom new like, title literally made, the MMR right, to grind to. It, right and that's yeah. exactly it. it's like the, the last four seasons man i have gotten gc in the first two weeks two to three weeks of playing and i'm like i'm done mm-hmm. like that's it yep. like i'll grind my second account get there and then keep playing with whatever it, i want to play mm-hmm. and so there's nothing else to do because like i know i'm not a top 100 player i'm not going to get there so i, I don't mm-hmm. really care to grind to it so I, like i have nothing else to, to, to oh is there for, a special right? thing for top one no there's absolutely or? nothing no. it's just to take a screenshot of yourself on a leaderboard that is literally okay, all that's well, there like they could even make it a top 100 thing but just make it a slightly different color right like, like, that's it G- give them a red title right a glowing red title of like you're you were top 100 boom proud of you man like you killed it um and yeah that, 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 that's quite a big one. this is this is where part of me is like well i know i wouldn't want gold but like i would definitely want gold on that gc <laughs> title <laughs> i just like a gold gc title and that'd be top 100 anyway wait what what, are the, what do you think it is currently like, compared to what that's why i can't picture the difference because like to me the current titles are gold like the bright yellow the mm-hmm. not the title sorry the um you know how after the game, like it'll pop up and it'll show GC, right? Oh, like, like the rank oh. picture itself. The gold. So yeah, I'm thinking. Oh, like a I'm thinking of GC that. logo. Ooh, just that'd be golden GC I'd, logo. I'd be into that. Yeah, I'd be super into that. That'd be really nice. Yeah, yeah. But or literally a little twinkle like, on it. <laughs> you have some like when you score a goal, there's some extra thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Know. Um. But that's the other right? Is like you you are either a you either never have a title. Um. You either mm-hmm. a GC, so you're in the top in twos, for instance, which I believe is the highest GC total. Mm-hmm. Um. You are in the top 0.4 percent um or you're a pro slash esl player like that's the only way you get titles so there's more titles this is literally like the american north american economy there are more things for the top one percent than there are for the rest of the 99 percent right like 99 percent of titles are in the top one percent uh so it's literally like a north american economy there which is ridiculous so yeah um my issue with the uh that like only having a top 100 and not splitting GC into multiple ranks or, you know, adding more ranks um, is that there is still that 500 minimum MMR difference between GC and top 100, which mm-hmm. is still such a massive rank change that it's the difference between a C3 and a diamond two. I will say with that, and like I, I also use that ex- that expression normally of like, this is basically like, I'm basically like a diamond playing these like 1900 players. Mm-hmm. Um I still think even with inflation right now, the people who make it to GC have a complete game. Like, like they have a pretty complete game and it's just about getting mm-hmm. faster and harder shots. Like there isn't that 
big of a difference, yep. like the difference. Yep. And so that's why it's like, statistically, is that the MMR difference? hundred um, percent. But if you actually look at it, it's just that that person has a higher winning percentage in GC than the others, right? Like that's really the only big difference. Yep. And the reason they do is purely based on pretty minute skills that, that separate those players of like, I often, like we were talking about with the, when I played on Brock, like we would often play against like 18, 1900 teams. We'd lose like two, one. And it's like, those people are te- like, we are technically a diamond three to their, to their GC. Um, mm-hmm. But we are pretty well playing with them. Are we going to win games? Of course not. But to me, that still means that the rank is fine because like we, we yep. have successfully made it to the highest rank in the game. But there are people who are like very, very good at the highest rank. Like I tend to see it as fine. I totally understand the idea behind it. And I also, te- I, I got to balance it. And I'll be very open about a bias. Obviously, I, I as much as I dislike that I get GC, then nothing else to grind to. Um, I like the fact that I can still say I'm a GC, even though I'm washed. Uh, right. So like, there's a little bias there, obviously of like, I don't want to be no longer at the highest rank of the game. Um, but that, that's kind of how I've always seen it. It was like the, the, the difference, the analogy of like, this is like a diamond three versus C3 or a GC hundred percent is accurate in terms of stats. I don't think it's remotely accurate in terms of skill. Um, and so. I completely agree with that, but I would uh, personally split the GC into the one, two, three. So that at the highest level of GC, the 1900 to plus uh, you have the GC three and then I don't know, like six, 1700 to 19, you have GC two. So they're, they're much higher uh, differences like MMR wise. Um, but the reason that I really do think that that should happen is that you get your GC rewards where you would normally get them and people are happy because now they have GC rewards. Um, <laughs> the top 100 gets the special rewards because they made top 100 and you know, like that's a really big thing to do. But as a comparison to something like Dota, um, they have the immortal, which is the much less pe- players than, uh, the top 1%, which would just be the uh, GC and then they have the top 1000. Um, but I don't think it, it works for the number of players, um, and, and for the skill differences, because I, a high GC should be a mid to low GC in the same way that a C3 should be the G, uh, C1, mm-hmm. right? Like that would be the relative skill difference where a C1 is definitely competitive with a C3, but a C3 will win 90% of the time. And if there's no actual way to distinguish that over the entire range of 700 MMR, like reasonably, then I don't think that that's honestly really good whatsoever. Um, <laughs> you get people that are on the lower end giving up and being like, ah, I'm, I'm at the top rank. I'm the, I'm the highest that there is. And not to, to uh, like bash you on, on doing that <laughs> combo, but like it's, it's still... Um, it's not a good mentality to have for your best players to just be happy with where they are. Yeah. You want the best players to always be uh, pushing for, for more, right? As a, as I like just speaking personally, um, I know for instance, like that system would probably not change my mentality because I don't care about my rank. I care about my rewards. So I care about when someone can look at me in the long run. Um, and so that's why I just like, I literally, my quote is I get the rewards and then I'm good because it's like, if, if I have GC one, two or three, but if I get to GC three and don't get literally anything else different, unless I'm top 100, I would not grind for that regardless kind of thing. Like I would never grind to there. But again, that's me, um, which is different. My only note, um, only small note on that, uh, is, and I'm sure I'm going to piss off a lot of people I coach slash that are in that area um i i completely disagree that a c1 can still potentially keep up with a c3 i don't even think it's close uh, at all um like when i play with people who are in like the diamond three to c1 area and we get like a c2 or c3 to them like most of them it's worrying like they are scared yeah. um because of that difference if i queue to a 1900 i'm like all right let's give it a shot because i'm here like i i i think i can 
skate with you and then like potentially win. Um, and whereas, and I, I don't know how to work cause I haven't been there. So like, obviously I'm speaking, this is me speaking out of privilege rather than out of experience. And so mm-hmm. I feel so like, mm-hmm. what if, uh, what if you have a uh, Wabbits and Ark on your tube and you're facing <laughs> C3s and they hit a double tap? What, uh, what about that situation? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> so Flash uh, did that. Um, <laughs> oh, I understand. Cool, cool, cool. Not uh, only that, we went like six and two. It was not nice. as bad at all. Um, but so but what <laughs> but, I'm saying is you, so you're playing with two like pretty solid C3s. Because I'm saying, also, yeah, I'm yeah. saying a team of two C1s will lose 15 to nothing to a team of two C3s, both of which players that I'd expect to be that. there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like that's not even close. I have, ne- I play pros. Like we, we play against two pros and I'm a like 1600 tops player and I will lose 4-1 or like 4 nothing or like 4-2. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like that's mm-hmm. why I still think that analogy does not work um, in my head, and that's why it, 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 there is such a mechanical, institutional, infrastructural, rotational difference between a C1 and a C3 that is not present between a low GC and a uh, and a high GC. That that's why I still am not inclined to like want more ranks in it because mm-hmm. I, I think that analogy is just bias it's like it's like when you someone takes a graph and shows a certain stat uh, because it'll look better on the graph that's exactly what that analogy is to me and i'm speaking of mm. someone who uses that analogy all the time right like i actively <laughs> use that analogy all, when someone who doesn't quite get rocket league is like oh like what do you mean like a high gc i'm like oh it's like this person's mmr is the equivalent of me playing like a diamond player and they're like what and i was like yeah because the reaction is funny and like really cool to see <laughs> uh, but like the skill not remotely i think it's completely different and people will argue me on that i, I encourage them to um and like i want to see one to prove me wrong like i would love that that would make me really happy well, um, but that's where I, I think right now. The, yeah, mm-hmm. I think the biggest differential skill will be those people playing like pro, regardless of what their MR is on the ladder, um, because they have like the pressure they put themselves under while playing the game is just is completely different than what GCs are playing at. So even even if there's a pro that I think is lower rank, like that might in general that that person's skill ability will be higher than someone at the same rank that's simply just as you see that grind ladder. at least that's my mm-hmm. oh, intuition sure. i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. well that's yeah. why like i probably play, like i said i play pros often and often it's pros mm-hmm. who just don't care about ranked right like it's like i'll play them in like mm. 1600 when i'm like yeah like like lachinio is at like 1690 right now and mm-hmm. like that that is not very far off from me at all kind of thing yet i know he's a, a like i'll say i know he's a better player he's my example otherwise of that like he is like I, i've actively beat him in games therefore it's like i like he kind of deserves to be there whereas like then all of a sudden i'll play like Fireburner next and i'm like yeah because you scrim all the time you don't play any um rank therefore that's why i'm playing you right now right which is that, that's obviously the, the hands down the biggest difference there mm-hmm. but, yeah the only thing that i could say against your point of like a, a c1 will lose or a team of c1s will lose to a c, team of c2 is like 10-1 pretty much at every time at best um, the only thing that I can say against that is the uh, percent of like percent chance to win. I think if a 1900, 2000 team faces a 1500, I don't actually have personal experience, so I don't know and tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I feel like the uh, percent chance that the uh, 1500 team wins is roughly the same as um, a C1 team facing a C3. Because uh, Yeah, I completely disagree. <laughs> go ahead. I'll tell you why after. But yeah, go ahead. Because I know for sure that if C1s pop off to a relative point, that they will beat uh, C3s who are playing somewhat down. Um, and if they're not playing up to the point, then then what's really happening? And my personal experience with this is the Brock team, they have played up as being a like the B, the B team. They've played up as a team of C1s to hitting uh, a C3 team and being very competitive. And I think we've won multiple games. 
So that is there and it's possible that might just be a team working well or a good day for, uh, for the uh, lower ranked team and a bad day for the higher ranked team or whatever. But even still, that is still there. And so that, where, yeah, so where I disagree is that the we're like to, to what you are giving me right now is too many variables. That's why I'm not on board with it of like, it needs to be a C1 who is like, at, like yesterday when I was, I was playing late last night, uh, that was probably the best I've ever been playing in my life. Like, a, like the couple of guys that you've asked, like I was hitting literally anything I went for. It was wild. Um, mm-hmm. We literally went six straight games and my two teammates only had one goal combined. I had like 26. Um, like I was literally <laughs> the best I've ever played in my life, um, and, which is wild. It was very fun. I had a blast. And so we, but anyways, that like, that's too much of a variable, which that's why I'm not on board with it. Why I think there's such a difference in terms of percentage of winning is the fact that, um, and this is what, exactly what I was talking about. If you're a GC, to me, that means you've you've completed your game. Like, like you are good rotationally, you are good mechanically. Obviously, you probably lean either way, but. <laughs> Now from here on out, it's just getting like improving consistency, getting better at getting harder, faster, stuff like that. A C1 has not, is nowhere close to completing their game, right? Like there's yeah. so much more that needs to go into it. And that comes from a lot of people I coach of like a lot of them are very, very good at specific things, but no, not a single C1, C2, even a lot of C3s I talk with do not actually have the the background to do it um and so the why i think that percentage to win is actually different and incredibly different is because if my and this is the whole thing about playing up if uh, me volts and jer can beat a 1900 team every single time it's not because we're playing out of our minds and they were playing bad it's because we developed a strategy to counter the play style of the other it becomes a play style not a skill and that's why it's different Mm -hmm. whereas if you are a team of c1s playing a team of c3s very rarely are you going to be able to change your play style per se it's just a like are we going to play good enough to, to, to beat these guys? Because these guys are just through and through more consistent than us. Where at least as soon as you get GC, whiffs don't really happen anymore. Like like all that all these little variables don't really happen nearly as much. So it more becomes play style than it does skill. And that's why I don't think that percentage is the same. Because you require the C1s to play at a C3 level, hoping that the C3s can't are playing slightly below their C3 level. Whereas at least if we are playing as GCs against other GCs, um, but if you want to speak in terms of like rank where if let's say we're 1600s playing 1900s we know that they are maybe playing the new meta great we're going to start not having anybody in net we're going to be playing mostly spider-man d so we can't be demoed which is kind of the strategy i've been working on against the new meta uh, <laughs> as a little spoiler um and so we're gonna be playing mostly spider-man d with hard uh with hard clears for uh wall plays to score from our own end or score from half and if we score twice by doing that and only allow one goal because we're not being demoed then now we have successfully outplayed the other team despite our skill not being representative of that meaning that us as GCs have a technical equal percentage based on the fact that we can change our play style much, much better than a team of C1 probably could. That's kind of where my head goes with that. Yep. That's actually completely fair. And I fully agree with it. Uh, so I, yeah, you've, you've convinced me. I, I like it. Um, that's why I don't want to change it. Like, I hope a C1, I don't want to change your mind. Like I hope a C1 can like, I, I literally someone send me a replay of two C1s out playing C3s. I will analyze it for free. Um, just so that I can like see what this looks like, because I'm curious, like I, I truthfully am. And like, I, I literally do not think I have ever seen a team of two C1s beat a team of two C3s because it will never, one, it will never happen in ranked. Like that would never happen. Um, so it would have to be in a tournament or in a league, right? If that, if, for that to happen um and it, what about a sh- 
show match or a show match you got it so like like we like boys we let's set it up like this week we'll get two c1s in our in our, like flash and someone play against wabbit flash and, and spectacular versus wabbits and our you got it, do it right and like instantly I, I guarantee you guys do not win a game um i put money that you guys do not win a game and and so that oh, is looks pretty good at twos <laughs> <laughs> um is, i thought nick was like c2 c3 He's C2 now. Okay, yeah. so he doesn't count. So I can't even. Um, doesn't count. So, uh, yeah, so the, I, I would happily put money on that. But you do the same thing where you put, let's say, like PJ and I against two bubble players. I guarantee we win or at least have one very, very close game um, in that mix, probably later, because PJ and I will be assessing how to play best against those players. That's what I think the difference is there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Uh, are we good to move on <laughs> our discussion of Lawler and how to fix Rackley? <laughs> well, so for, it's funny. So just as a quick little like shout out, um, uh, Feed and Kitty and I were in our coaching session last week. We're talking a bit about just like how the podcast has developed and like where we've come from. And like, he was asking a little bit like how I met you guys and like how we all started and mm-hmm. everything. Um, and I was telling him, I was like, man, I was like, if I were to start my own podcast, it would probably be nothing like the ASAP weekly podcast because you guys obviously all know by now I'm a ranter. Um, mm-hmm. so for me, mm-hmm. it's a, like, I'm going to pick one topic. We're going to go for as long as we can on that single topic, probably end somewhere way different. Like we just did on the, the, the statistics of a C1 versus C3 matchup, which has mm-hmm. absolutely nothing to do with what we started. Um, and then that would be my podcast. And, that'd be it. and so I said, I was like, it was really interesting for me to come into a, a pretty heavily structured podcast compared to like, even the ones I listen to are just like, what do you guys do today? And then they'll just go on like a rant. Like that tends to be my kind of style of podcast that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny that I, I, after being inspired maybe by feeding the kitty and now i came in with like a long rant to, to lead it elsewhere <laughs> so um yeah i apologize for taking reins but uh i, well, I thought we actually had some really good like talks there i was i was really happy to hear you guys opinions because we all obviously have incredibly different backgrounds in where i am so well but if i may here um I almost feel like because i've also said this that i i prefer longer discussion in general as well mm-hmm. um so maybe maybe i'll put up a to- uh, poll on twitter or something uh, sometime this week just to see kind of gauge what people are but like if people rather we just choose like two things per week instead of trying to like run down a million things mm-hmm. um yeah we'll see what they think you know and then because i i don't mind uh longer form discussion style podcasts at all so mm-hmm. um, the only thing random. i love we're talking about branding now and like in the middle of a podcast <laughs> but like the main thing with that in terms of like branding and like what we do is like we have mm-hmm. solidified ourselves as an esports related podcast um, <laughs> that would be the only worry is that like a big part of our like podcast in general it, and the, the people who have come and again maybe the poll proves me wrong and like we do have the, the stats from the survey that uh, google mason had done but um i, mm-hmm. I assume my, most people found our podcast as a like this is the esports scene plus we do like maybe half and half right of like half this is the esports scene and half like beginner's corner these discussions stuff like that um and so maybe if our audience has now kind of dynamically changed enough that the, it's less on esports like i'd be more than inclined to like lower that part of the show um well but uh, mm-hmm. that is obviously like i'm some people know me i'm very very involved in the esports scene and care a lot and could talk for hours about it as well but the fundamentals <laughs> of the game are obviously what brought me here so talking about things like this is, is where well yeah this is what i'm curious about as well mm-hmm. it's like i think uh, do people want like a 10 minute update on like what's going on in esports or do they want the whole show to be yeah. esports? You know what I mean? Yep. Mm. Cause um, I think in general, especially when there's a bigger tournament, that's when in the podcast will be a lot more esports focused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this will, this will be something where you have to kind of like uh, wade into and see what people think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. So my favorite part about this discussion was like, Oh, this will be like a 20 minute thing. And then we'll, we'll talk about, <laughs> you know, RLCS and the, the, the tournament and stuff like that. It, 58 no. minutes and 24 seconds. boy. <laughs> Right now. <laughs> uh, so speaking of rlcs 
and actual esports and tournaments. Let's go to our second section and probably of two. <laughs> and let's just talk about what happened with uh, the tournaments over the weekend. You know, what? how they happened. I'm sorry. What? You're not. We can't. You're not going to no go way. our week in row. Okay. We can talk about it next week, but man. Do you, oh my. Do you really want I'm to? just. I, I'm being, we are I'm being the hour mark overruled there, here. Almost the hour mark, flashy boy. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I just. <laughs> it's now your week in Rocket League. I'm changing the, the, the document. It's your week in Rocket League. <laughs> go ahead. No, no. no. You, we, can, we can go. No, it's okay. Because I think my week in Rocket League will be uh more important next week more than anything okay because we'll i can i like i could only start the story this week but uh uh if i am in sunless cons video next week that's your teaser um (laughs) i shall i shall take up uh 58 minutes and 24 seconds of your time talking about it my my only question (laughs) about it um did you actually get to like talk to him like is that why like were you actually in the call yes i i got to i got to talk to uh sunless con and i may be in this video nice. that's all i all oh. i can say you better have shouted out the podcast huge teaser no no <gasps> i don't i have scum. not sure scum. i even debated going I, even, I also debated going to it and then like so i was obviously quite confident that i could talk I, well it just my feels skills. so and, but it feels <laughs> it was like oh yeah like like i'm like this is what i'm good at and so because that was the criteria right you just had to say you could say your rank and say what you're good at and i was gonna mm-hmm. say like this is what i'm so good at uh all because and now like i'm able to share on uh, the asap <laughs> weekly podcast googleable and <laughs> so it was how i, I just that. i i couldn't you know why because i think i think a lot of times i over push stuff mm. and i'm like oh this just feels scummy to me at this point fair, you know fair, what i mean that's fair, that's fair. um i know the grind but i also like for instance i'm back on reddit wow big big surprise much wow um but i've told myself i'm only posting once a month there's no okay <laughs> and it's it's in order to because i feel i feel there's merit to it but there's i can't let it be a thing where it's like i'm trying to like you know find the uh, con- if you're constantly worried about the advertising then it doesn't it almost it almost feels like um it's just people people don't want only advertising man like I think that's just, yeah. no definitely not people get tired yeah. of it yeah, yeah you can't do that um i was actually i really wanted to get in that space you know i'm just gonna keep stay on here um really wanted to to do the the interview and stuff because that sounded like a lot of fun and i 100 percent would have been like oh i'm on a rocket league podcast so you know i'm probably pretty good <laughs> well now you guys are making me feel bad but i should have just <laughs> shouted just out the show it. Our one chance, and it wasn't shouted out. Tough. It's so sad. Tough. But I had class at 7 to 10, so that's exactly when it was, and I was sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll say more about it if <laughs> if, if uh, the clip... that We can put it in, like, a community corner or whatever yep. next week, and we can talk about it. Yep. Okay. I like that. We'll, uh, we'll shelf that for next week. Um, Flash, get a amazing story. You had your, your teaser, everybody, so tune in next week for that. Um... <laughs> In the esports side, we have some final uh, roster changes that, you know, just quickly going to name them off. Scrub was officially confirmed for, uh, is that Mo's? Yep. Um, which, you know, finally happened, what, two weeks after? Who would have the- thought? <laughs> Nobody saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Torsos left Renegades and is likely going to the Chiefs. So that's your, your OCE. A uh, little bit of news for the day. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, week one RLCS, eh? Like, see, see like, Justin's tiny goal, man. C9 is at the top of the charts. What I tell you, boys? What I tell you? It's all right. Absolutely amazing week. People were going off of it. It was great. Uh, (laughs) 80k people, though, for week one. 
Okay. No more jokes. But that's crazy. Like, that's so yeah, 80,000 people came in on week one, and it didn't even start. To not watch Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> they were there for that intro intro screen for 80,000 people. And I feel so wow, Oh, my goodness. Um, who was the host? Lee I forget Fence. his name. <sighs> Brody Moore? Well, no, the, uh, it was uh, Leaf? Yeah, yeah you're right. Leaf X. Yeah, yeah Brody Moore. <laughs> oh, no, no. Never even heard his name. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, Leaf. Just oh, it was so sad. That last line that he said, being like, uh, where he was kind of holding back laughter, of being like, <laughs> "Well, we're gonna delay, or RLCS will be delayed. Tune in next week for yeah. the start of the RLCS." I almost feel like this one we can we can use that excuse. <laughs> if you if you want a better RLCS coverage, maybe it should actually happen. Jeez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was all planned guys uh this was entirely planned that because rlcs didn't happen we would just pop off on the lawler thing <laughs> yeah yeah apparently apparently geez uh yeah so with the servers um i'm sure everybody here knows but if you don't just a little recap uh the well okay actually hold on my theory is when servers are down though uh-huh. like because players weren't able to play either right yep but i saw a lot more people in training i'm just saying like if we want <laughs> rocket league to be players to be better you just cut the servers every like couple weeks and then you know people will actually practice you know you might be right that's <laughs> i'm a, not wrong i, I, I can guarantee you that <laughs> uh so yeah uh sat or the psionic servers and or the cyanet servers um and servers for many other games were just completely down uh across the board more or less and for what three hours two hours was it? Um, what, there was down? No. Well, it was all over the place. Oh, the the last like... three days, yeah, it's been a collective like 20-something hours. Yep. Okay. And then just yeah. all of RLCS, nothing happened. Uh, RLRS was completely broken. The My favorite, or like my most interesting little tidbit here, is that even the uh, RLCS-specific um, servers that are dedicated for RLCS alone were, were down. Um which well, it was an infrastructural issue, right? Is what they explained. Yeah. Like it was, it was Cynet, which was the problem. And so, yeah. And the real question is, did Psyonix handle this well? <laughs> uh, <laughs> did, did they, did they, did they handle it well? I think as well well they could have. I like, I, I don't really know how else so they could with have. With RLCS? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. But yeah, we, we obviously haven't really talked about like, <laughs> land, 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 land. Everybody wants it. It should definitely happen. I don't really think there has to be conversation about land other than like travel costs, but you know, it's going to happen anyway. Um, so everybody wants land. We all know that, but Sonics handled the servers for LCS pretty well. It was just, you know, delayed for the chat. Everybody was sad, um, you know, kind of really off about that. Um, but the issue is that the RLRS uh, play-ins were played on the non-specific servers and they you know had no way to practice um, and with all the servers being down there was no way to scrim there was no way to do anything uh, with teams so it was people just being in the training mode um, doing you know basic warm warm-ups and all that but they couldn't actually practice which was terrible for the, uh, the teams um, and that's one issue and then the second issue is that psionics to my knowledge, didn't actually contact anybody in the RLCS, didn't put out posts about about it, um, didn't do anything for RLRS in general until I think after the RLCS happened. 
and RLRS was supposed to be an all-day thing. I think it started oh, at 12. Boy. So that was three hours before the first RLCS game. <laughs> and our, all the RLRS players were just going through it, being like, servers are down, we'll wait. I don't know what we do. Uh, I think they ended up waiting six hours or something over uh, mm-hmm. the whole course before getting a second game in, if they got a first game at all. <laughs> And yeah, and that was just disgusting and terrible. And I don't know how the players, you know, like are even okay with this and, uh, or well, how they really lasted, uh, as long as they did. And a ton of teams just dropped because, you know, why would they play on servers that were that bad? And they dedicated a certain amount of time and blah, 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 blah. And so many issues with psionics, just kind of ignoring them and not caring about it. Mm-hmm. And that was my issue with it all where, Server stuff happens. We all know this, but there has to be contact from the company, especially if they're running a tournament. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Jeez. And that just didn't, that happen. just sounds like a nightmare. Like for everyone that's on the broadcast and all the players, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the broadcast, like they did amazing. Uh, they stalled so well. I <laughs> just outright going to say it. Um, but with like, my issue is with RLRS and it seemed mm-hmm. like, they, like Sonics didn't care. They're just like, whatever. Yeah. It's our B League. Yeah. 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 Like, exactly. And they, they handled it like that. And it was just forgotten and tossed to the side. And all of the players in that were just, you know, screwed. <laughs> they, they couldn't do anything. And <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's what I got. That's my little rant, my issues. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I like, if you're, if you're part of the broadcast team, like, what can you do? You know, like, you're kind of, stuck in this weird place yeah. um i'm gonna be honest that was on the saturday um and i was at a local tournament here while that was happening mm-hmm. uh and then like i got back it was i think it was like 6 p.m and i'm like okay like let me let me see how the broadcast went or going or whatever mm-hmm. right and then i'm like oh i guess there weren't any games <laughs> that's how i found out about it so mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that yeah i was so excited i wanted to watch games <laughs> I was ready. Stuff. I was ready. I was because it, it it is such a it's such an interesting like I don't know how teams are going to be at all. Like I have, it's always that first week. It's you're kind of like you know where are teams where how are teams doing that? There's, yep. I actually want to watch every single game because I I don't know yet like what's going to be a wash or not, right? But so, then it's just not there. And uh, <laughs> I was thankful uh, they canceled EU because uh, uh, one obviously oh they knew right away. The, right? The, yeah, yeah, one obviously didn't want to have to deal with that. Uh, and then the other big part was. Um, what's it called the uh i lost my train of thought oh um so i had i worked both days like full days this weekend and so that's why i was pissed mm-hmm. i was gonna miss week one and then literally managed to get <laughs> out of work on time to sit down as the broadcast <laughs> was starting for saturday um was super excited was talking in our like discord general chat like i was like fired up and then obviously doesn't run and then i knew i would not get out early for sunday like i knew i was gonna miss you for sure um and so yeah. i was very i was gonna be pissed if i found out that i got out to watch na <laughs> and then it didn't happen and then i'd miss you um because i was at work i was gonna be really mad that i get literally zero rocket league so i was very thankful personally that they canceled it so <laughs> you haven't missed anything yeah. yeah yeah uh do you guys know how it's gonna happen for next uh like how this week is gonna happen they uh, haven't uh they haven't announced they said they'll announce on twitter I, I, uh and so my well assumption would be that they just add a week on at the end that'd be my assumption okay. yeah do they have do if they have the usual gap period before the actual land then the, yeah they have like a, a month we'll normally it's like shorter. yeah it's like four weeks yeah. um so yeah. That makes sense. Then. They just yeah. added on. Uh, yep. So and they did obviously you know. lower the amount of matches per week. So I also wouldn't see why they wouldn't be able to fit them all in between oh, like week a five, six, there like five, six, seven, yeah. eight. Right, add in like one more game. 
and go from there. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, this was also the week that they had like these first three weeks there are less games than the last five weeks um so ideally you'd actually be adding on games to week two and three but i doubt they do that now um Mm because it's too close so um my Mm -hmm. prediction would just be adding like week nine there's no real reason Mm -hmm. not to at this point um especially with that long of a break afterwards and it doesn't really do anything for the teams against it um so yeah who really has an issue with uh, less of a break in between the finals and the last game, or I guess the last league play and finals. No, hundred percent. Uh, so that's that's what I got for for the yeah for, yeah no. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're good. We're good. Keep talking, Wabbits. Let's get out. Um, we had a wonderful discussion, and then a little tacked-on thing at the end there. Uh, Ten minutes of esports. <laughs> that's what you get. That's your little daily dose of esports. Uh, we said roster changes. We had some server issues, and by some, I mean a lot. Oh, okay. Can I, can I just mention here? Yeah, mouse uh, scrub is a mouse. Wow, I didn't expect that. That's all. I, that's all I want to say. I, I like how it was like the biggest held secret. Anyway, I didn't talk about it earlier, but I nobody anyway. saw that whatsoever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, let's let's sign off. Um, I think we're good. Let's hope that by next week we have week one started and finished of our. <laughs> And we well, unless about- unless we unless we conduct that poll and literally everyone's like, no, we want no <laughs> esports. It's now I want combo rants for forty to fifty minutes every show. All right, yeah, yeah. combo, we'll get see. your water ready. I was like, we silent. <laughs> I didn't even get water. I said I told you guys uh, like give me a minute because I was gonna get water. <laughs> I had to go to the washroom and I was gonna get water afterwards. I sat down and said we're good to go, and I was like, oh, I didn't get water, oh, uh, so goodness. I don't have any water. So we'll be drinking and eating after this. Don't worry, Combo, I drank enough for you. I had three full glasses of water next to me, and I'm done. Why don't you just get one big glass? Why three? <laughs> glass <was> dirty. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, so yeah, let's get out. Um, this has been said, the okay, ASAP. Okay, see ya. I just ended there, and I was like, wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast. Uh, hope you tune in next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.